If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucid's Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together. We'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, The Value of Crisis, Part 2. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, the founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust sponsors this show. And Alice Bailey also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy. And those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. There is a crisis in human affairs. This must be viewed in terms of opportunity and not in terms of cataclysm or catastrophe. Last time you mentioned that man has the habit of crisis. Can you say more about that? Yes, uh, that's a phrase from the books of Alice Bailey, Man Has the Habit of Crisis. And she's referring to the habitual um, creation, whether we realize we're doing it or not, of points of tension in our lives that um, call forth, summon up some reserves of strength or um, mental focus or endurance or wisdom that we might not otherwise draw upon. And these can be linked to various stages of the life um, if we want to go into that. In fact, um, the Ageless Wisdom says that there are periodic testing points in the development of a human being that uh, might merit the, the name Habits of Crisis. We all tend to follow that uh, developmental sequence. For example, well, obviously the first crisis is birth. The soul decides to come into incarnation and to dwell within a human form for 80, 90, 100 years that starts out a tiny little body that is going to take a good 20 years to bring to maturity, a lot longer than any of the other um, animal species. And in our physical body, we are... Uh, animal beings takes a long time to develop the 
the human animal body mm-hmm. and uh, the brain and all of that. So the the first crisis is birth, and then it's followed by a crisis, what, around the age of four to seven? Somewhere in that period, yeah. The yeah. age of wisdom says <clears throat> the soul makes the decision at that point to commandeer the physical body? Well, it appropriates the different bodies, the physical and the emotional body, uh, I think around the age age uh, is the five or seven yeah somewhere between mm. there the physical body is mm. is uh, integrated the emotional mm. body comes in adolescence which probably is no surprise to anybody that's why we have all these crises mm. with teenagers yeah, right up to the age of about 21 i think yeah. so and then uh, yes and that that's why uh, i think there's probably so much uh, hyperactivity perhaps in some of the teenagers and children because um, the, the soul is energies or stimulating energies are slowly appropriating this little body and uh, it's it's probably overstimulating many of the especially the children today I think it's a process of integrating the different levels of our being it doesn't happen all at once at birth I mean, it takes a while to develop the emotional nature, refine it to get control of the physical body. I remember reading some years ago someone who works with teenagers said that many teenagers are not particularly integrated into their physical body. That's why they're so careless about sleep and diet and so on. They're um, prone to misuse of substances and um, poor habits, physical habits. Because they're still getting getting control of their physical body. I think that's mm-hmm. believable. And that, that's one of the dangers of uh, beginning to drive automobiles yes. too early, too. They uh, yeah. <coughs> are not really quite equipped or in control enough to make the right decisions, perhaps. And in fact, some uh, scientists said recently <coughs> the brains of teenagers are not fully developed, and that's why giving them driver's licenses for quick decisions in emergency situations is is risky, but we're diverging, I guess, from Mm. our topic. But these represent periods of crisis for the developing um, soul, the developing person, and um, it it goes on. We have other stages, too, along about age 35, there is another... Well, you skipped one. The, the, integration, <coughs> yeah, the integration of the mind, according to the Ages Wisdom, occurs mm. somewhere around the ages of 21 to 25, when a lot of people are in college and making decisions about their life, career, and so on. The, the integration of the, the, the mental equipment is the major focus then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 35 is a major point of... 35 transition. is a major point of uh, kind of opportunity there to make a, a major change in your life and uh, I have to you know to be very personal here I that's when <coughs> I discovered the Alice Bailey books at age 35 and that's well my, there you are there I am I, mm-hmm. that set me off in a whole different direction so yeah. uh, but change I, of career. <coughs> and I know many other people too around about that age 35 to 40 Uh, it's a major turning point in our lifetimes. I think there's an earlier crisis stage, uh, which, if you're interested in astrology, it confirms it uh, around the age of 28 or 29. To me, that's when you really reach maturity as a human being, as a soul, or there is, we could say, the opportunity 
to reach maturity at about that time. And that, for me, was a major point in my life. Uh, astrologically, mm-hmm. it's the completion of a cycle of Saturn, mm-hmm. for those who are interested. Yeah, the Saturn return, is that yeah. what it's called? And 35 mm-hmm. is another uh, Saturn cycle. These are points of examination, and that's what Alice Bailey said the habit of crises offers, points of examination as to how we are developing our sense of purpose, our our plan for our life. We are testing out our, our spiritual muscles, you could say, by undergoing various tests and crises. Probably many of us have failed far more times than we could count, especially if we believe in the reincarnation of the soul we've had a lot of experience with failure and we shouldn't be afraid of it because sometimes our failures are major learning experiences it's a wonderful way to learn by making mistakes I mean you don't want to cultivate mistakes but they happen yeah I think that's a good way to look at your life Um, our lives everyone's life um, is in terms of these opportunities that crop up from time to time, the points of crisis we call them, but they're they're really opportunities for for a major change, for growth in consciousness. And uh, if we could see our life <coughs> in those terms, then it would have a much more meaning of what we're here for. And uh, so I think it it, it really it <coughs> changes one's perspective on. Uh, the meaning of their life. Every one of these um, periods of crises that we encounter is um, a moment of examination, a moment of testing, and each one of them, Alice Bailey said, can lead to an extended vision or it can lead to a separating wall. And probably we can think of examples of both when we think of ourselves and the people we know well. How, how we all respond to crisis is quite fundamental in whether we are going to go forward in spiritual development or whether we're going to retreat into a kind of comfort zone or at least into the search for a comfort zone that will keep us calm and um, in a condition of security for the personality. But these habits of crises can be enormously productive and so much of our resources is spent in shirking crises, running away from them, trying to stay on an even keel, trying to have a level of comfort. I suppose part of it is pride, that we want to look like we're in control of ourselves and our fate. And when you're in a real crisis, it may not feel like there's much control at all. Right, and uh, I think that's particularly so if one is, let's say, on stepping onto the path of... uh, training or discipleship or beginning to get serious with your spiritual development, uh, it's at that point that these crises can be very valuable because you, you want the crisis in your life and you want to get through them, but you don't want to have to fall back onto old patterns of thinking, old patterns of reacting, and it's a time when you can read readjust your direction in life and uh, if, if you can understand that's what's happening then you can make <clears throat> good use of the crisis 
I don't know of anyone, there may be some people, but I don't know of anyone who has entered into the spiritual life with a smooth transition from his previous life, the way he had lived his life. It seems almost inevitably to require a kind of a a crisis that leads to a period of decision where you have to sort out what you really value, what you really want to do with your life, what you really think matters in life, what you see as your future, whether you feel satisfied with what you've done this far. And I would say the people that would say, yes, I'm satisfied, probably aren't going to mobilize themselves or their resources to make the effort to move into a more spiritual uh, way of living and being. Somehow it takes ruffling our feathers, some, for some of us, in a really severe way to do that uh, examination and, if necessary, that 180-degree turn that uh, propels us forward. Right, and if you don't make that turn in this life, then you may have to do it and you probably will have to do it in the next life or the next and the next life. There's always another chance. <clears throat> yes, and that's the good thing about um, the whole process of reincarnation. I mean, you can always revisit these uh, points of crisis again in another life and you probably will, but um, that's the whole purpose of having crisis and, and understanding that the purpose behind them and their uh, points of opportunity to move forward in consciousness and growth and awakenness. And um, the sooner you get through that, the uh, faster you move on. Alice Bailey said, Shirk, not these mm. crises, hard and difficult though they may be. Difficult they are. But she said, forget not that we have the habit of confronting crises. We've had a lot of experience with crisis. And maybe reminding ourselves of that when we are in a period of crisis that we've had experience and we have emerged if not triumphant at least intact from past crises and we will do so again for those people who just turned in you're listening to inner sight and our topic for today the value of crisis part two we have a special offer from Lucis publishing company and that's the alice bailey book serving humanity Serving Humanity is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. It's available today for $19. Uh, what you need to do is uh, make out a check or a money order, $19, and send it to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Serving Humanity is an inspiring compilation of extracts that will help the reader's understanding of crisis and why it's so important to spiritual development. Uh, so if you'd like to take advantage of this offer today, uh, just send a check or money. Once, uh, once again, check or money order, $19. A little note maybe uh, also write down a little uh, notation for us saying that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. So that's check or money order, $19 to Lucis Publishing, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 100. Zero five. And I think also we uh, we have to realize that even though nobody's looking for a crisis, that the reason for crisis 
uh, is it's part of our spiritual development. It leads to our spiritual growth. So they keep that in mind as you read the book, Serving Humanity. Uh, if you'd like to uh, get in touch with us for any reason, uh, whether you'd like a general package of information, uh, uh, just give us a call, or for any other reason that you might want to contact us, call us at our toll-free number, one 866 695 That's 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it, 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. Um, all of our Intersight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. And, of course, uh, keep in mind that uh, although this is our uh, special offer today, the book... uh, uh, the subject of today's topic is really related very strongly to this book, Serving Humanity, that although our special offer from Lucis Publishing is about serving humanity, that we have many, many other Alice Bailey books. In fact, you can get the entire collection, if you'd like to, at a 10% discount if you order it uh, from Lucis Trust uh, on that toll-free number, um, and it's one eight six six ny lucis Think of New York Lucis. So, uh, I don't know. I think of crisis so much and, and uh, how it's a, a matter of our spiritual uh, development. And uh, I was thinking that as I looked, I was reflecting as both of you were talking, and I was thinking about how uh, my life has been, and I guess it's true for many people, either um, I've been in a storm, I'm coming out of a storm, and I'm about to enter a new storm. And I, I, isn't the uh, the best idea to as we go through these storms I think along the way I've always had this idea well when this is over I'll be happy (laughs) but I think the thing is that we have to uh, find a happiness within the storm because that's pretty much uh, what life is all about is going through one crisis and another yes I think uh, to be content whatever condition we find ourselves in is the better part of wisdom and to find that place of contentment even in the midst of crisis is um, quite an achievement but it is possible because if you if you develop an idea of yourself as the soul on the level of the soul all is well mm-hmm. the soul doesn't uh, undergo emotional uh, torment and physical um, uh, pain and mental uh, questioning the soul is much more secure and um, serene and if we can cultivate an understanding or an image of ourselves as the soul above all the fray, then that can become a place of retreat even when we are in the midst of crisis. And it is possible to develop that, to remember that on our highest level, at our finest moments, we are in in control and we are calm and we are... Uh, in moving in line with the plan which our soul is seeking to serve. It's often the emotional body that puts up the biggest storm, and yet emotional crises aren't necessarily the most meaningful to the soul. They tend to be the ones we remember because we suffer mm-hmm. and we rebel, 
but they aren't necessarily the most productive. Um, in fact, I think it's the quiet, subjective crises that don't show that might occur even though everything in the outer world and in our family and work life seems fine if there's this deep discontent and questioning and doubt about whether we are really moving in the right direction then that I think we should pay attention to because those subjective crises can be fundamental yes you know if we can it's good to try to understand this whole question of crisis from the position of the soul because it is the soul that has created these situations in the first place. I mean, you were born in a certain family unit, <clears throat> you were born in a certain ethnic group, in a certain country, uh, and these are decisions <clears throat> where you were born based on the, on the soul. The soul has made this decision where to put you <laughs> and where, to, where to, your next life is going to be. And so it has its own purposes to work out, and its task for working out the redemptive process, life after life, and of refining and purifying this lower personal nature with each life. It, it gains valuable lessons on how to handle energies and forces in, in a balanced way and to achieve a, a certain degree of growth in consciousness and expanded vision. I mean, that is the objective behind the work of the soul. So uh, if the more we can contribute to that purpose, the more the easier it will become and the easier it will be to get through these periods of crisis. I would like to just briefly <coughs> retrack a, mo a moment. We were talking about periodic uh, points of crisis in the development of the human being in the span of a normal lifetime we didn't finish off with one major point of crisis which a lot of people are probably living through right now somewhere between the ages of 56 and 63 can be a major not final crisis of who knows when the final crisis comes perhaps on the day you die but the period of 56 to 63 is a period of crisis where the soul, Alice Bailey said, assesses its equipment, its instruments, so to speak, and what it has done thus far in the life and decides whether further growth is possible or whether a retreat into increasing crystallization and um, habitual reactions, habitual patterns of living uh, is going to be the choice. And as we pointed out earlier, every crisis is a choice. The very nature of crisis is that it presents us with a choice. And essentially, at the age of uh, the late 50s, you're presented with the opportunity to move forward in spiritual understanding or to opt for the known and comfortable. And I think each person has to decide how much more energy they can summon up to grow spiritually. Mm. I was just thinking of the tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of baby boomers who are all mm -hmm. facing this great <laughs> period of crisis right I'm now. I'm sure we'll hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a, a, mass, uh, a mass production of crisis out here. So, uh, yes, and, and the, it, 
it's a, a period where you can continue on and uh, the soul will continue to work with you or uh, you, if you want to just rest back on your laurels, you can do that too. So, but um, it's one of those great crisis periods where um, you may extend your life and service and be very productive for the rest of your life into the 80s and 90s and uh, or you may have your twilight years uh, in in the comfort of your home wherever you are and then that's okay mm-hmm. but um it's it's a choice just a choice too i think fatigue sets in for people mm-hmm. at some stage and you have to decide how much um more effort and we're not talking about physical effort but um the inner reserves, how much more effort you want to make. I'm reading an interesting book by Sherwin Newland, I think his name is, on aging, where he tells about a number of patients, he's a physician, a number of his patients whom he's interviewed in depth who have reached a considerable age and dealt with a real crises of illness and uh, death and um, you know the normal ups and downs of life. But somehow they summon up within themselves uh, the drive to move forward in probing the meaning of life, to gain a deeper understanding of what it all means and uh, what their place in in the world is. Even if they're not particularly uh, religious people, they the ones that he writes about have a sense that they're here for a purpose and they have something to give. And that seems to keep them moving forward and uh, um, summoning up new energies within them to keep growing. Right, because that, that tends to bring out the great keynote of the soul, which is service. Mm-hmm. And uh, if one can maintain that, uh, that focus throughout uh, his or her life, even into advanced ages, advanced years, then all that's all to the good, because then... One is following that pattern of service uh, as designed by the soul. Alice Bailey said that never before has the aspiration of humanity been so high and never before have so many people forced themselves onto the spiritual path. Never before have people set themselves to discover spiritual truth in such large numbers. And never before, she said, has the approach to the hierarchy, to the the masters of wisdom, been so definite and so real. So, to me, that's very hopeful to realize that humanity seems to be mobilizing itself today in large numbers to to move forward in consciousness. And I think that explains why we many of us have a sense that the world is really in a state of crisis. It's because we are trying to move forward in understanding. We are trying to gain wisdom. And every time you appeal to the soul, you bring in a field of energy that is very powerful. And it has to somehow make contact with its instrument, the personality vehicle, which is of a lower grade. And there is inevitably crisis. It's like a stream pouring into a larger current. There is a... Uh, a rapids and that's spiritually productive please take advantage of the special offer from Lucis Publishing Company and that's the Alice Bailey book Serving Humanity Serving Humanity is a compilation of extracts 
from all 24 books by Alice Bally, and it's available today for $19. Serving Humanity is an inspiring compilation of extracts that will help the reader's understanding of crisis and why it's so important to spiritual development. What you need to do is send a check or a money order, $19, to Lucis Publishing, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. Let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your A.C. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your A.C. unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.